killers, murderers, decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? Hello, 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 and welcome back to Decoding the Crime Verse. I am Danny, and I'm here with Nalzili. And today, we're going to discuss a murder that happened in a room. A boring murder. You know what, Nolene? <laughs> this story is so stupid. Okay, can I tell you something? Nolene is is just not in a good headspace at current moment. No, I'm fine. I watched this video. Like, honestly, when you sent it to me, I, I was freaked out because I thought it was going to be gruesome. But then it was just boring. No, but it do you not see do you not want to know what happened? No. Why are you on the show? I don't know. Leave. Not for this rubbish. Okay, no, we're gonna do you guys are gonna side with one of us. You're okay, gonna let you us know, know what? who is correct. She's just fussy. Cause this because case. she's I don't know. What kind of topics do you want then? Topics that are not gruesome and that are not crazy. This is just crazy. But I want to know what happened to him. Let's find out. Okay, well, today we're looking at the mysterious case of Ronald T. Owen. The murder took place on January 5th, 1935 in a hotel room 1046. He had been beaten, stabbed, and there has been many suspicious and strange things surrounding his death. The case has continued to puzzle authorities for years and till this day remains unsolved. Imagine, imagine being an unsolved case since 1935. <laughs> that is like 90 something years. That is at this ridiculous. point, no one wants to so, like find out what happened to you. No shame. They, they, but actually, can you even solve something that happened so long ago? Especially the 30s. I mean, there wasn't that much available. I think the only way we'd be able to solve it now is if like the great grandkids came forward and was like, but what great grandkids? My grand said that she was the woman and my granddad. Oh, but what? Okay, well, as we said, it hasn't been unsolved, but we do have some theories. I have my own personal theory that I think is correct because I'm obviously a genius when it comes For to For the family. first time in life, I have no theory. <laughs> That's because she just didn't put any effort into this week. No, I didn't. No, she really Not didn't. This one. She complained and complained and complained. And my complaints were heard because you never take a case like this. I even took this case from the place that she likes. Oh, I do. I love BuzzFeed you love and Soul. BuzzFeed and Soul. They are awesome. So why are you complaining? They were even bored with this yeah. case. They kept making jokes. They always make jokes. Okay, but this you time they jokes were Nolene, like... it's fine. Let's just tell them the story <laughs> because otherwise you're not going to argue this whole show. So on Wednesday, January 2nd, 1935 at around 1.20 p.m. P. What? <laughs> that was brilliant English. A man calling himself Ronald T. Owen checked into a hotel president in Kansas City in room 1046. Okay, witnesses said that he was aged between 20 and 35 with brown hair, a scar on his scalp which was visible above his ear, and he had cauliflower ears. He was nicely dressed in. That is the worst description. Like, if anyone described me like that, I'd be so angry. I'd come back to life. What exactly are the cauliflower ears? Like, I don't know. I'm, I've heard the term used in rugby cauliflower ears. Mm. What is, what I, th- is I think it's something to do with this. I don't know because then that's why they have to wear the scrum caps. I don't know. Hectic. I don't know if it's very attractive. I don't know. I don't know. Guys, I don't, don't if look you like know cauliflower. cauliflower is, like, <laughs> I don't know because I don't. 
Okay, he was wearing a black coat and was dressed nicely. So they called the bellboy, um, Randolph Propst, and he helped him to his room where he reported saying that Owen only seemed to have a brush, a comb, and toothpaste. Why is the bellboy watching my man unpack his bag? I think back in the days, like, like, they helped you do everything, didn't like, they? Thanks, my comb. <laughs> thank you. Like, leave now. What? What have you got? Yeah. No, I don't want people seeing what's in my bag. Okay, <laughs> the maid Mary Soptic said Owen allowed her to clean the room while she was while he was in the room, and, but asked her not to lock the door on her way out because his friend was about to visit the room very soon. Soptic said that Owen kept the shades tightly drawn and the lights off, with an exception of one dim lamp. So, I don't know what Owen was doing there, but it's already. Weird. Weird. Okay, according to her statement to the police, she felt that Owen was either worried about something or afraid. And he always kind of wanted to keep himself in the shadows. So, like, he, even when he was in the lobby or anything, he kind of was, like, wanted to fade into the background. So at 4 p.m., Soptic returned with new towels, finding Owen lying on the bed, completely dressed in the dark with the door unlocked. She saw a note that read, Don, I will be back in 15 minutes. Wait. The next day, on January 3rd, she came back to clean the room at 10.30 a.m. and noticed that the door had been locked from the outside and assumed that Owen had locked it and then left his room. However, Owen was sitting in the suite again with the lights off, which meant someone else had locked the door from the outside. So then that asks the question, who's locking this man's in his room? Like at that point, I'm like not cleaning there anymore. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm asking I for a different floor. Like it's not happening. But you know how big this hotel must be? Because it's 10 floors. And from what I can work out, there was at least 55 suites on each floor. Yeah. That's a lot. Of, that's a huge hotel. It is. I'm still not cleaning this room. I'm still room. not cleaning this Sorry. room. <laughs> While she was in the room, Owen answered a phone call that said, No, Don, I don't want to eat. I'm not hungry. I just had breakfast. So again, we have this mysterious Don being mentioned. Soptic then came back at 4 p.m. to deliver fresh towels when she heard two male voices from inside the room. When she knocked, a rough voice answered and she explained that she was there to give new towels and he said that they didn't need any even though... She knew that there were no towels left in the room. Yeah. So again, it was a bit it was a bit iffy. During the night, a woman staying in room 1048 reported hearing loud voices, both male and female, cursing on the same floor. So she speculates that it came from 1046. However, there had been a party in room 1055. So she they didn't know if it had been from the party or if it was actually Owen and someone having a disagreement. Okay, the next day on January 4th at around 7 a.m., the hotel phone operator noticed that Owen's hotel room phone had been off the hook for a while without being in use. So she sent the bellboy props upstairs to go check it out. When he knocked, he heard a low voice saying to come in and turn the lights over. The the room was locked, so he couldn't get in. So he kind of was like, mate, just put the phone back on the receiver and then left. However, at around 8.30 a.m., which was an hour and a half later, the phone still wasn't on the hook. So they sent another bellboy up, Harold Pike, who let himself in with a pass key. He saw that Owen was drunk, naked on the bed. Well, it seemed he was drunk. And um, there was like a darkened stain around him. Now, I don't understand why why questions aren't being asked. Like, 
<laughs> like, first of all, like, why do they care so much about, about his phone, phone being on the I receiver? Know, but, like, but the second thing is there's a dark stain around him. Do you I not mean, think blood? Or it could have, if he had been drunk, he could have vomited, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. But like, why not help him? He's obviously not okay. Yeah. Whoa. They're just like, okay, I'll just because put your phone literally, back on. Bye. Literally, Pike went into the room, fixed the phone, and left. Yeah. He's like, that's none of my business. Okay. Then approximately two hours later, the phone was once again off the receiver. This guy was obviously trying to call for help. Okay. They sent props back up to resolve the situation. And when he opened the door, he found Owens within two feet of the doors and on his knees and elbows, holding his head in his hands and blood on his head. When he turned the light on, they saw blood on the bed, in the bathroom and in the walls. Okay. It was very extensive. You must be beaten a lot for there to be blood in two separate rooms yeah you get what i'm saying <laughs> so he had extensive injuries and it's it was found that he'd been tied up with a cord around his neck wrists and ankles and it appeared to be have been tortured he had been hit repeatedly on the head and his skull had been fractured he'd also been stabbed in the chest several times his lung has been punctured and there was bruising around his neck however owen was still alive Miraculously. this man went through a lot man okay <laughs> When asked if there'd been anyone else in the room, he said there'd been no one and explained he'd fell against the bathtub. No one is believing you. He fell against the bathtub, took a cord, put it around his legs, his neck. Stabbed and himself. Stabbed himself. Flicked the blood onto the wall. Like, and the bo- what? That is quite a, 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 a fall. After a brief exchange, um, he be- went unconscious and he was taken to the hospital. According to the doctors, um, Owen's... But um, injuries had occurred six to seven hours prior to being discovered, which means both times before when the, the bellboys had gone up to fix this freaking phone, my man was already stabbed. Yeah. He was already lying there literally in his own blood. Yeah. And you just put the phone back on the receiver. And you walked out and of the And you room. walked out. Hectic. Okay. Detectives found no weapons or not many of Owen's belongings in the room, and then they therefore they ruled out suicide. Even though how, how would have that been suicide? I tie <laughs> myself up, I stab myself, I knock my head against the bath, I splat. Oh. Listen, detectives have disappointed you know us before. What was the Agatha Christie one? They used her dog. No, they called the witches. And the witches, <laughs> they were like, figure out where this lady is. Clearly, the twenties and thirties police work not was down the great. toilet because this is this is. This is nonsense. Okay. Four fingerprints were found on the phone, which were potentially from a female. Owen, however, died midnight on January the 5th in hospital. When Owen initially had checked into the hotel, he had mentioned that he was from Los Angeles, but the Los Angeles authorities were unable to find any record from him. So they then realized that Mr. Owen's name is not really his name. Yeah. Okay. They uh, placed then his body for viewing and then kind of try to hope that someone would claim him or be like oh he's my cousin he's my brother he's my friend so that they could get an identity on him next the police focused on finding the mysterious don okay who'd been referred to several times within the hotel and he's also believed to have been the man who had the deep voice when Soptic the maid had asked about bringing in new towels and then he had said no yeah so they kind of 
put it together that they probably were the same person. With no results of Owen's true identity, the police announced that they, he would be buried in a pauper's grave on March 3rd. However, after this announcement, the funeral home received a call from an anonymous individual who said they would send necessary money to provide him with a proper funeral. Okay, well, this creates the question, why pay for his funeral? Why not just come identify yeah. him? Okay, you see, this is where the questions... This is where I, my theories. I'm so, oh, okay, guys. My theory. I truly. She's believe. the only one who's excited. You know here. what? You don't have a sense of adventure, so it's fine. No, this guy went Shh. into a room and waited to die. No, listen to my theory, and then you can judge a case after the theory. Okay, <laughs> okay. On March 23rd, money was in a bundled up newspaper was delivered to the funeral home from an anonymous sender. Funeral flowers were also anonymously sent, with a letter saying "Love forever." Louise and placed on Owen's grave. Okay, we skip forward a year and a half to 1936. Ruby Olgatree correctly identified Owen as her son who had left Birmingham in 1934. His actual name was Artemis Ogletree and he was 17 years old. Here's another thing. Ruby Olgatree had been receiving letters since spring of 1935 which means she was receiving letters from her dead son so who is sending letters from first of man? all um if my name was artemis ogletree i'd change it as well <laughs> like artemis artemis ogletree isn't there a greek the greek god of something is named artemis she's a but it's a girl very odd yeah okay uh, the notes, or the letters had also apparently been typed, which was weird because Owen didn't type, and they apparently sounded off to Ruby because it used literary language. Yeah. So now what happened to Mr. Roland T. Owen in the room 1046? That is the question. And we have four theories. I'm only excited about the one, the one, the other three are producers. <laughs> so, so the first theory is that um, the man referred to Don was... Simply the man who killed him, nothing more than that. He obviously had a grudge or whatever and killed him and acted alone. Okay, because apparently before his death, Owen had been in a different Kansas City hotel with another man who, again, they possibly suspected could have been Don. But they've never been able to find any more information about who Don was. The second theory... That's so weird that he's been in another, like, hotel room with another guy. We don't ask questions. We Weird. just move on. The second theory was that Don didn't act alone because this actually uh, goes with a observation made by the elevator operator on the night of the murder. He basically said that there had been a commercial woman who had showed up and she went to the 10th floor. She was basically, um, she was quite well dressed, you know, decent woman. And he, she was claiming to be looking for a man in room 1026 but couldn't find him and they thought maybe she'd mixed up 1026 with 1046 okay this commercial woman was also seen with a man on the ninth floor and they believe that that man was don right the whole point of there being a female it does make sense because obviously we found the female fingerprints on the phone yeah and well that's as much as they had on that so again there's not because it also could have just like been her boyfriend has been yeah. something the third theory was that in 1937 joseph martin was arrested for murdering his roommate and trying to ship his body great times guys mm. uh, when they found his wallet and they found papers inside that matched the style of the letters that had been sent to owen's mom but he was never 
charged with anything. Yeah. Now we have my theory or theory number four. So this theory, I believe that Owen was killed because he was an unfaithful fiance. Let me explain myself. <laughs> so let's look at let's let oh no, let me exp- let me explain my story. I'll explain it as it goes. So Mr. Owen was dating Louise, you know, the lady who signed the card, yeah. the flowers. He was, they were great together, you know, in love, yada, yada, all that nonsense, and they got engaged. But then Owen, being Owen, did not great things, and he cheated on, on Louise. And then he had arranged to meet with Louise yeah. in this hotel to kind of discuss things, be like, no, I really do love you. It was a mistake. You know, when people just, you know, they try to defend themselves yeah. kind of thing so Miss Louise goes up she's this commercial woman she goes up to his suite they have the argument hence the cursing and whatever whatever and why sh- she had fingerprints in the room and all that kind of stuff the, but then he's actually like they d- don't come to an agreement and he's not sorry and they have a huge fight and all this kind of stuff so she leaves and then her brother Don obviously came with her to support because you know she, she needs the moral supporting of family. Yeah. So then she goes down to the ninth floor and is like, yo, my guy, he, he's not doing the things. He's not apologizing. He's, he's demanding I give the ring back. You know, all these things that could have made her angry. I don't know. I was not there. So Don snaps. Because I know that, I mean, David has always said that he'd kill someone if I ever got treated. Not literally, but you never know. This man could have been like, screw this man and gone up to the room. And tortured him. And maybe he was psycho. I don't know. Hence the torture. You know when some people just have that fit of rage. And they just bam. You hurt my sister. I'm going to kill you now. But then you see now it, it, it goes further than that. Because then he, he by accident he doesn't mean to actually. He meant to torture him. Just yeah, beat him up. Not shake kidding. him down. But he didn't realize the injuries would have. He took it overboard and now the injuries ended up with him being dead. But now the sister's very sad. Hence why he paid for the funeral because on the phone he said and I quote I when the flowers were ordered yeah he said I'm doing this for my sister but also a note was sent that said I want him to be buried in next to my sister so like where does this was it his no 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 it's Owen's sister oh is it, was that Owen's yeah. sister so then he, so they were, she was kind of like, you killed him, but I still loved him, even though he was an idiot. But that doesn't explain the first hotel room with the other guy. I feel like this guy had why, like, why? He could have been on a business meeting. I don't know. We don't know if these dons are the same people. They've just kind of been like, oh, he was with a guy. Oh, he was with this guy. Oh, they're the same person. They don't, there's actually no description of either of the two guys. So you can't Or assume. it was a crime of passion because that was his guy. Oh, And snap. then his fiance and this guy found out that he was cheating on both of them. Ooh, and then they were like, like, we'll that. kill him together. I like that as well. All in all, I think that Owen was cheating somewhere and people <laughs> got angry and jealous. And hence why Mr. Owen Artemis, whatever you want to call this man, is now dead in his grave. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she, she's got enthusiasm <laughs> for this case for the both of us. No, you see, I feel like this would be the makings of if someone could take it and write a book, but then fully explain it at the end. With uh-uh, like a, don't do it. Imagine Save yourself epic. the trouble. You know what? And then Owen waited for them to beat him again. Like it's there's no like at we that point he just like he's stupid. Let him die. Room. He could have 
other I don't know. Oh, imagine you know someone's coming to kill you. And then you sit in the dark okay, and wait. Yeah. I can't explain that part. I don't know what I'm he was so doing. I'm so sorry. Like, I feel no sympathy for him. Like, at this point, but I'm just like, is, right? he was asking to die. He was 17. He was. And they said he looked 20 to 35. That he, means how, he old. No, but think about it. What was his name? Um, Abignail. Was oh, it? yeah. He did I mean, look much he older. He looked so much older. And he, I mean, past us. But if you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to the show. Frank Abignail. The, oh, I forgot The what greatest... Con artist of all oh, times, catch me if you can. Catch me if you can. Yes. So if you're interested in that, it's about a con artist. I mean, okay, I suppose people can look look older. Yeah. Than what they really are, but I mean, like looking at this, this picture, picture. It looks like a baby. I don't see the cauliflower ears. I don't understand these ears. I also don't see the cauliflower. Well, I actually yet. really want to know what that means. Can I Google? Yeah. I've heard it before. <sighs> I I just think. That he was a kid that made a mistake. But also back in the days, people matured really quickly because they'd get married like really young. No, shame. So we can't was, just if, say... I mean, if, if, if the unrealistic, right? He was 17 and engaged, right? So you get married at 18? Yeah. If that was me, I'd, I would really be married for two years. Ugh. Yeah. No, thank you. Okay. Cauliflower ear. A deformity of the outer ear that may occur after injury to the ear. Cauliflower ear may occur when blood that collects in the outer ear after an injury isn't drained properly or becomes infected. Common causes include injuries from sports such as wrestling, boxing, rugby or mixed martial arts. It's probably the other ear that we can't see in this picture. Ew! Okay, I don't want to uh, see... It. I don't... Oh, oh, Mm-hmm. I regret that. <laughs> it's probably the other ear. Maybe that's why he posed with one ear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and I hope we. I hope you enjoyed because Nolene was very unenthusiastic for this week. No. Nope. She can choose her, her. She can choose her topic next week, Nolene. My topic is going to deliver, like it. <laughs> She's gonna come with some other freaking theory about the queen, and we're gonna sit here and listen to her. And My listen. theories, okay? No. Because, like, these things happen in real life to real people. So, what did the queen do the other day? I meant to tell you. I forgot. She was probably being her evil queen. self. You shut up. <laughs> I really will kick you off the show. <laughs> she the can door. try. We're going we're gonna to fight. Yeah, you want to fight? Over this mic. I will climb anyway. over this table. We will go for it. <laughs> no, we really won't. No. But that is all for this week. Now, until next time. No mornings? No funerals. Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Girlbrain, Twitter, at ActiveFM. Instagram at ActiveFM777. And Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM. Active FM Radio has never been better.